You're a monster. I know that you want to get to this dude. I do. This is your guy. He's going to stamp it. You're going to stamp well, this guy? Well, it's just like where he's ranked. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stamp him. Okay, I'll he's stamp, gonna him. stamp him. Even before he goes, even before we find out where he lands in the draft. Welcome in to another week of the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James. James, how we doing? Good. Still incredibly excited for the draft. Yeah, man. Two weeks away? I think we're two weeks away yeah, now. Yeah, it's the 29th, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's almost here, guys. I, mm, we are going to do something fun, we think, for that night. Uh, we'll keep you guys posted, um, but we are super pumped for the draft. We got more rookies we're going to chat about today. Uh, a few more running backs, some wide receivers we're going to jump into. Uh, but uh, real quick, James, if they haven't subscribed to our channel, uh, where would they be able to find us at? Oh uh, yeah, Twitter and Facebook at the TFL Monsters, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor, the Fantasy Monsters or the Fantasy Monsters Podcast. Boom! Come drop us a like, comments, uh, whatever you want, questions. We'll we'll get back to you. Uh, we'd just love to hear from you guys as always, and thank you guys for uh, supporting us. We also do have some news we got to get jumping into. So James. What do we got in monster news this week? Yeah, the first piece of news is like me and Caleb had a very long conversation about this a couple days ago. Oh, gosh, we still yeah. just, but we're I mean, at, we're still having long conversations. Yeah, about we are. This. <laughs> Everyone is, except <laughs> apparently the team. But yeah. Adam Schefter is confident Mac Jones goes third overall to San Francisco. He is putting his name on it. I mean, I like Shefty a lot. So, I mean, we we do follow Adam Schefter for a lot of our news here. So, um very reliable to me though I just think this is so dumb <laughs> i know we were talking about it. it's either the greatest smoke screen of all time yeah because like i just don't know how you look at justin fields and mac jones and pick mac I mean, jones and, and, and still don't Especially, forget trey lance in that conversation i i because in my opinion i would still take trey yeah. lance over mac jones yeah. mac jones you know is fifth on my board as far as running back, or and as not far a as quarterback. top five NFL pick going number no, three overall. No, not at all. Now, I think the argument that I, I made last time for why it does kind of make sense, and everybody I'd keeps like saying the to, whole I'd Matt like Ryan, yeah, like the Matt Ryan comp with him, and how you you know Kyle Shanahan and Matt Ryan were were just fantastic together, and Mac Jones is very similar. First off. <laughs> Dude, you still got to prove it. Matt Ryan's a great quarterback. And I hate the Tom Brady comps. No. You got to stop. This is the greatest quarterback of all time until Patrick Mahomes come in. Stop with those comps. Matt Jones is the good chance he's not going to be Tom Brady. But to me, for him to go third overall, that's what you're expecting him to do. Yeah. Uh, I I think that it would be a good fit. The fit does make sense. I just don't see it third overall. I'm looking for someone that's going to transcend my offense. I just don't get like they hate Jimmy Garoppolo in San Francisco. And you're buying Jimmy 2.0. Exactly. That's like what I keep thinking. Like, and why would you not want to take that upside with Justin Fields, who yeah. also has an incredibly safe floor in my opinion. Yeah, like, yeah. Or again, or Trey Lance. Like, either one of these guys to me has the the upside that I can understand. transcend an offense. I mean, they are in like a win now mode. So I understand them not looking at Trey Lance as much because I think he probably needs the most development. I mean, I think it's still going to be a year though, but yeah, that's fair. And, yeah, I mean, if Kyle Shannon ends up making this pick and the 49ers make this pick for Mac Jones at number third, they better explain like yeah. why. 
I just can't get over the fact that you're going to draft him at three overall and you gave up two first round picks. And I mean, you're, you're giving up future for again, somebody that's basically Jimmy G without injury. Yeah. Issues. If they don't pick, if they do end up taking Justin Fields, there, greatest smokescreen of all time. Um, yeah. That'd be yeah. awesome. That'd be hilarious. But yeah. And I think they're going to the pro day for Justin Fields and Trey Lance coming up too. But who, I mean, again, when who was knows? the last draft where like, it looked like the first three picks were so guaranteed. Like everyone knows Trevor Lawrence is going one. Yeah. Like 95% sure Zach Wilson goes number two to the Jets. And right now I would say like I'm 80% sure Mac Jones goes to San Francisco at three. Yeah. I don't remember a time where it's been like this. Cause I mean, even, you know, you look at Baker Mayfield going first overall was really surprising. Uh, Cause everybody was thinking Sam Darnold was going to go. Well, I mean, usually you have like the first guy going in the draft. That's usually picked out pretty well, but yeah, the, I mean the next three picks. Yeah. It's, well, and even then, like, because that's what everybody's saying is the draft is now starting at four, and everybody's ex- ex- fully expecting Atlanta to take a Kyle Pitts or something though. So, like, even that pick is starting to get more. I don't know. We'll we'll just have to wait and see. But this is stupid. I mean, yeah, there is a chance that the first four quarterbacks are the first four picks, and Justin Fields isn't one of those quarterbacks. Yeah. Well, and keep in mind when when I say this is dumb, I'm not saying Mac Jones isn't going to be a good NFL quarterback. Yeah, I like him. I think he, I, yeah, I'm not saying he's bad. I've also I heard just like don't Derek think, car comps and stuff like that. That make a lot of sense. Yeah. Too, like, I just don't see him go. She should not be going third overall. No. Like that, that is all I'm saying. I think, I, I think he'll be a fine NFL prospect. I just don't. And he could even be a good starter, but the game's kind of shifting away from his style of play a little bit. And I just third overall just blows my mind. I would, way rather take a shot on Justin Fields or Trey Lance yeah. over him. And if that's not it, dude, then I don't know what you guys are thinking. Yep. But we're not GMs or coaches. Yeah. So the uh, next piece of news, Julian Edelman has retired from the NFL. Yeah, that's what I think about I mean, that. Yeah, I mean, it's he um, was really good for a long time. Like one of the just like those really gritty wide receivers in the NFL that was just always open. Yeah, was he the no? He was he the sixth round pick? I always get him and Wes Welker. Who? Which one was the undrafted and which was the sixth I round? I mean, they were both incredibly late. I know yeah, Julian they were. Edelman, I mean, it was funny. I saw a clip earlier today online. It was like when Julian Edelman was first on the Patriots, he was playing like some like some cornerback. <laughs> <laughs> he did everything. Yeah, I mean Julian Edelman. I mean he he's got his Super Bowl rings. I also think. one of the most like impressive catches of all time in that Super Bowl. Yeah, to save them. Yeah. I think he was a, a very good wide receiver while he was able to stay healthy, but he just can't stay healthy anymore. Yep. That knee is just is just jacked him up. I think it's a good move for him. Um, I do think he's a great dude, so hopefully maybe he can get into some coaching or just or something else. I think he would be. I think he'd do really well there. But I'm glad to at least see that he didn't lose his leg. Yeah, because I was always worried about that leg just falling off. Yeah, he took a lot of big <laughs> hits in his career. Like yeah, a lot of big hits. Uh, James Conner signed with Arizona on a one-year deal. All right. So, like, all the running back free agents are done. What do you think about this signing? So, for me, like, I'd like James Conner a lot, but I think it's because I like his story more than his playing. <laughs> I think it's I think it's just a really cool story. Um, I think James Conner has, has an amazing attitude. I think he's an amazing person. His playing as of late was just not, has not been great. No, yeah, it's gone downhill, and he's just – can't stay healthy yeah and coming into this offense i don't even i really don't understand it because i don't think this really fits his games game style like not a ton 
you know, he's just more of a between the tackles I mean, runner. It, it, it could work in there, but I also, I mean, they only brought him on a one year deal. I can't find any like what how yeah, we much they brought him yet. in for money wise, but I can't imagine it was a lot of money. It was probably nothing. And I, I don't think, I think this keeps Arizona from drafting a running back pretty high in this draft, but I don't think this excludes them from drafting a running back in the later part of the draft. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I, I still think Arizona is going to have to draft somebody. I am I wouldn't be very confident coming in with James Conner and uh, Chase Edmonds. Yeah. And then uh, last piece of news, Giovanni Bernard signed with Tampa on a okay. one-year deal. <laughs> okay. How many running backs does Tampa need? <laughs> well, this is four now. Of, yeah, I know. So. Have, oh, like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what they're just stockpiling people. Exactly. Um, I mean, it's just well, another it better like guy James in the White locker. was heavily rumored to go to Tampa, obviously. Yeah. To play with Tom Brady again. That didn't work. He re-signed in New England. But, yeah, I think that's, he's not in Cincy anymore, so. I just, yeah, I don't, I don't know what Tampa. I'm actually surprised. I'm, I'm kind of also curious, uh, where Tampa's still finding money to sign people. I mean, oh, it could not have been a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, it could not have been. A lot I of mean, money. I know it can't be a lot of money, but like, I'm just surprised they're still able to sign people when <laughs> I thought they were pretty much dried up as far as uh, funds go. But hey, everybody wants to go play with Tom Brady, so do you blame him? No, but where would you? I guess my question real quick, where are you putting him on the depth chart? Fourth. Fourth. Right, so you're going to put him behind Keyshawn? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too, but I'm just like, I don't, again, I don't know. Whatever. I mean, look at like, like, like what Shady did last year on that team. I forgot he was there. Literally nothing. <laughs> yeah, I forgot he was there. Literally nothing. I was like, wait, Shady was in Kansas City. No, that was the year before where he also did nothing. Yep. <laughs> Great. All right. So we're going to go ahead and finish up with our rookie preview going through the rest of the running backs that we didn't get a chance to get through last week. Just some people we wanted to chat about a little bit. So you're aware, and then we'll jump into some wide receivers later. So first one, uh, PFF rank number 11 is Kylan Hill out of Mississippi state. What do you think of him? I mean, size-wise, I really like his size. Yeah. Um, this past season for him, I mean, three games, no bueno. Uh, definitely hard to get um, get a lot of film on him. His 2019 tape, he looked pretty solid. I think he has a lot of physical tools that would be able to translate to the NFL. Um, but there's a lot of, you know, just like every other running back that comes in, his blocking, I don't see him being able to be very shifty. Like, I feel like he has one gear. Yeah. I don't see a second gear or, um, you know, that joystick mentality. Yeah, that you most like. of his stuff is not, like, eye-popping or anything like that. Right. It's just pretty average to good at a lot of things. He did improve as a pass catcher. He's pretty capable in that department. Last year, in only in those three games, he saw he had 27 targets for 23 receptions, which is pretty good in a college game. Yeah, and I mean... Again, in, in 2019, 1,300 yards on 243 attempts is, is very, very good. Yep. I really like that. And again, 5'10", 5'11", 210. Size-wise, that's like... That's a good size. That's yeah. almost like ideal. Yep. You know, like I love the size. And he's got a big lower half. So it's very powerful. 
Um, so he'll be able to break tackles in the NFL. You're not going to be able to arm tackle him. But uh, I I don't know unless you get some of these little things fixed because he's not going to grow in size. I don't know how much faster he's going to be able to get in the NFL. So if he can't get a few of these things figured out, I don't see how he would be in every down. Or yeah, I don't starter. I don't ever see that in his future. I think his ceiling is a like a rotational back in the NFL. Yeah, same. Yeah, it's it's sad to say. I mean, again, I'm never going to say that because we keep, the hardest thing is to project growth, right, of a of an athlete. So I'm not going to say he can't, um, but uh, you know, three years in college usually that's where you're trying to figure a lot of those things out. So if it doesn't happen in college, it, the chances are kind of slim in the NFL, in my opinion. Yep. So you want to get to the uh, bowling ball? Oh, the bowling ball. So this. I mean, no. I mean, he's. A million times more athletic than I'll ever be, but he, I mean, <laughs> you know exactly who you're watching when you're watching this tape. Like yeah. he is unmistakable out there. Yeah. He's like the mini fridge right now. Cause he's not, <laughs> not quite Jerome Bettis yet. <laughs> well, but. I mean, Jerome Bettis in like his early days, he wasn't like this super pudgy guy. Yeah. He was a pretty athletic guy. Yeah. So if you don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about the just massive six foot, 246 running back out of Oklahoma, Ramondre Stevenson. And uh, I love this comp, Michael Bush. (laughs) Taking it back. Cool with it. Yeah. So here's the thing. Some of the things he does on the football field are unteachable. And I'm saying this for a, a, a few different reasons. One, is because there's not many backs his size. No, but that's like my <laughs> one thing watching him. Like, you, you know, he's 246, but there was also, he recently got weighed and it also, he was like maybe almost 15 pounds lighter at that weigh in. So he might have just been trying to slim down for his pro days and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It might not be his actual playing weight or that could, he could fluctuate. That's another problem if that. Yeah, we don't want an Eddie Lacy. You know, where Eddie Lacy came in as a bigger guy and then just kept getting bigger and yeah, bigger. Yeah, but Stevenson, for how big he is, he gets like stood up too many times. Like he, yes, he doesn't play he does his weight. not play at his weight, which is just strange. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing is, is he's huge. I mean, six foot tall for a running back is, is, is a good, good height, but 246, you should be bowling people over. Hence the bowling ball. Like he literally should just be running these people down like pins. You know, I mean, that's what Jerome Bettis was able to do even at a smaller size. If if he needed two or three yards, he's getting two or three yards every time. You know, goal line, he's getting in every time. This guy, he's been stood up at the goal line multiple times. Yeah. So very frustrating. I don't know if it's because... He does have some, like, agility to him for being at his size. Right. But, yeah, that's, like, the one thing that was, like, kind of a red flag to me is... Like well, you're I, too big. To I I feel like he hit. hesitates too behind the line. Like he doesn't just go right through that yeah. hole. And the other concern is playing at Oklahoma, and he just hasn't. We haven't like. There's just not a ton of tape of him out there. I think only 165 attempts on the ground in his career. He's done a little bit in the passing game, but I will say like his story is kind of cool. I don't know if you get had time to read into it, but. He actually didn't even have a, he wasn't a star recruit. <laughs> he was classified as a zero star recruit out of high school. So I went to Juco um, for a there couple of years. And so to me, where he was able to finish is really kind of a cool story. So I really do hope. I mean, there are some pretty big name players that have come out of Juco leagues. Like Cam yeah. Newton went down to the Juco leagues. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm just saying like, I think it's really cool to, 
to see where he's been able to end up. But, um, yeah, we'll just kind of have to see. We'll just, we'll just kind of have to see. I mean, can you? I can never see him being like this uh, swing out wide to the <laughs> go deep for a pat. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I, I literally <laughs> can't imagine it either. <laughs> like, <laughs> that would you? just look funny. I think what he. And he has 28 career receptions, so he's not he's not a pass catcher. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I can't stop laughing at this guy. But I know that you want to get to this dude. I do. This is your guy. He's, he's gonna not, stamp it. You're gonna stamp well, this guy. Well, it's just like where he's ranked. Yeah. Uh yeah. Stamp him. Okay, I'll he's stamp gonna him. stamp him. Even before he goes, even before we find out where he lands in the draft, think back. He's out of Buffalo. His name's Jarrett Patterson. PFF ranked 13th running back. They have him going overall at 186th in the draft. This dude is going to go late. I think that's a mistake. I'd rather have him than Ramondre Stevenson. I'd rather have him than Kylan Hill. I'd rather have him than keep going up this list. Trey Sermon's iffy. Chubba Hubbard, maybe Chris Evans, definitely Demetric Felton. I like Jared Patterson a lot. And this dude tore the field Last year, six games had almost 1,100 rushing yards and 19 rushing touchdowns. Yep. Year before that, 13 games, 1,800 yards and 19 touchdowns again. I mean, yep. The dude is, he's sneaky. He's not like super fast. He's not, he doesn't run with the most power. He's not the most agile or anything. But the combination, everything he has together is very successful. I like him a lot. Yeah. So, He's just got like this really nice shake to his game. Like it, yeah. because he's not going to outrun anyone. He's good at forcing missed tackles. He, he just, he's, he's just not really a pass catcher though. Yeah. He's able to cut. Um, I don't even know how to explain it because like when you watch him just cut, it's like a around, very I mean, subtle, so, jug, but it works. It's so, so fine good. though. Like it's so refined. And I think even on the, uh, I heard one person say like, it's laser sharp. I mean, it's just, it's it's impressive and even as a smaller guy um he does have extremely extremely good balance yeah but i don't i don't think he lo- looks very small on the field he's still 195 mm-hmm. but because he he's not like the most powerful running back like he's not a derrick henry or anything like that but he does play with pat with, with some power yeah the only thing that makes me a little bit nervous is you know i'm not gonna sit there and say buffalo is a powerhouse by any no. means but uh they did have a very good offensive line the past couple of years. And it, that's kind of the only thing that maybe worries me a little bit because there isn't a ton of, you know, well, you're playing like New Mexico, not New Mexico. It was that Memphis. I can't even see who the other one is. You're, you're not playing like insanely talented colleges here, but at the same time, um, when you go watch his film, I think he had six touchdowns in one game, which he, was he a has really a fun lot game of record, to watch. Yeah. He is. Yeah. He so, was, yeah, they're rushing offense. And and as he's not going to blow you away with size or speed, he can't outrun some people. No, yeah, field. no, so, yeah. He, I mean, he'd be probably He's not like a 4-7 dude. No, you no. know, like, we're not talking like Tom I'd Brady. Be, I have a comp for him. I don't do a lot of comps. I'll be curious to see how you think about this one. Yeah. I think he doesn't have the top-end speed of this player, but I think he shows a lot of the same char- characteristics, and that's Nick Chubb. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't like that one. Sorry, okay. buddy. No, it's okay because even size wise, it's not. It's not um, well, Nick Chubb's not that big. He's like two ten, isn't he? Two o five. 
I think he's like 5'11". 5'11", yeah, 2'27". So he's got some weight Yeah, on so him. he's got, yeah. So I was at 2'10". He's 2'27". So, but it's I, just like his moves around getting through the hole and everything, just how he's able to make blockers mix miss. Yeah, I would almost say more like Darren Sproles to me. Because um, Darren Sproles was a scat back. And, but I think Darren Sproles is faster. But, yeah, I don't uh, think Jared Patterson's a scat back. I, yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, he is. Listen to me on this one. Yeah, it's okay. You you pick pick who you want. Um, but I will say he is a lot of fun to watch. I'm not gonna, and I think if he would have done this at a bigger college, we wouldn't be talking about him being a late no. round pick. That's all I'm saying. If he did this at like Ohio State or something like that, then he would be a top five running back in this draft. So there you guys go. All right, now we're going to go ahead and jump into our wide receivers, our rookie wide receiver preview, and this is going to be fun. Yeah. This is, this is there's a couple of running backs that I'm really excited about, but this is where I'm really pumped in the it's draft. Like, I mean, quite a few deep wide receiver drafts in a row. I feel yes. like it's been, there's been a lot of good wide receivers coming out lately. Yeah, I agree. And jump, just jumping right in, again, we're doing PFF rank. So number I one. I do not agree with these. Uh. No, neither do I. But Jamar Chase coming off the board first. Uh, PFF rank uh, first overall. How do you feel about Jamar Chase coming in, even after the opt-out in uh, 2019? Uh, he's very good. I don't believe he runs a 4-3-8, though. Like, uh, <laughs> I still, yeah. We'll talk about this when, again later. But uh, Yeah, comment in the, in, the, in the comments section here. Do you think Jamar Chase actually ran a 4-3-8 in his little pro day mock combine? Because... Don't get me wrong. I think Jamar Chase is an absolute beast. He's very good. But I do not think he ran a 4-3. There's no way. I know he did some weird prep stuff for this and where he didn't do the bench and whatnot, but come on. I mean, he did have a whole year to uh, get ready for it, but still. <laughs> I, just, I, I mean, I'm I mean, not saying he's a slow wide receiver or anything, but he, I just, that, he did not seem that fast. Not to mention, uh, someone we'll talk about later as well, uh, Terrence Marshall Jr. also ran a 4-3-8. I believe that so, one more. But I would, yeah, I'd but be willing to bet the, the rent. Same. Yeah, I'd be willing to bet the rent that Jamar Chase is not sub four <laughs> four. Just interesting, guys. Let us know. Uh, Jamar Chase, do you think he's going to be the first wide receiver off yeah, the board? Yeah, I do. I agree. Um, I th- well, I mean, we'll get to it when we talk about the other player. But yeah, I think Jamar Chase will end up being the number one wide receiver off the board. And I would like to see him in Cincy. I think that would be cool. But I think that Cincy pick is kind of up in the air. They could go a lot of different ways. If yeah, Penny, if so Penny drops, they could go there, secure that offensive line. Yep. They could go Kyle Pitts, tight end, or they could go Jamar Chase. Yeah. And Cincy just needs so much help. You know, I mean, T. Higgins had a pretty decent season last year. Yeah, he's good. So i a big fan. I actually just traded him a dynasty. But, uh, but anyways, so they could bring in, you know, another wide receiver. But they also really, they haven't had a good tight end since Tyler Eifert back yeah. in. I and mean, that didn't last. That like, didn't forever. last very, that was a yeah. few good, very good years, but so, and then again, you know, Joe Burrow got hurt last year. They need offensive line help. So that's if Penne falls. Cause he could well, also he will. go to, I mean, he's he not could going go to Atlanta. F- yeah. Okay. He's not going to Atlanta. So no way. It's a possibility. Nah, that'd be dumb. Atlanta's so stupid. If they take him, not that he's bad, but, but anyways, so don't think, I don't think that's going to happen, but, I think Pitts will probably go here. I think Jamar Chase will end up in Miami. Really? Yeah. I think he's going to go six to Miami. But uh, anyways, I mean, he had 84 receptions on 121 targets, 
20 freaking touchdowns, guys. Let, I mean, let's just stop there for a moment. 20 touchdowns, 1,700 yards. Him and Burrow were just... It was like the best wide receiver season until the other guy did it this past year. Yeah, Mac Jones and Devontae Smith. Yep. Who would probably be both of our number twos, but PFF has them ranked at three, so we'll get down to them in a second. But uh, do you have any weaknesses that you see with with Jamar Chase? I mean, there are some. I wonder how well he's going to... I, I don't know how well he's going to be able to ever move into the slot at times. I think he's strictly an out-wide wide receiver. I mean, he's not like... He just hasn't shown a ton compared to his outside stuff moving over the field, uh, the middle of the field. And there are some, like, character concerns. Sometimes he takes plays off. He's not a very willing blocker or anything like that. Yeah, I've heard something very similar. I've also heard that one thing that some teams are actually really concerned about is, is Jamar Chase actually that good, or was it a product of Joe Burrow just being that good? Yeah. You know? I mean, you so, could use Justin Jefferson as the case for it wasn't just Joe Burrow. Right. But, yeah. but still, I mean, I, I still think it is interesting to think about. Well, there, Chase's there game does kind of require a somewhat good quarterback to throw very, the ball because he's be very, very contested catch. He's very good under physicality. But he is, I mean, you cannot line up against man against this guy. He will, you cannot move him around. He will get past you. But yeah, he's not going to break away from a lot of guys. He's not like the most incredible player after the catch. Yeah, he's not really shifting. But he's very good with his hands off the line. Yeah. You, you do not want to press coverage against this guy. Yeah. I still think Jamar Chase will be the first pass catcher off the board, even with some of these little issues. And but, I, I I understand it, but I would be going with someone else. Yep, that's fine. Jumping down to PFF rank number two, they got Jalen Waddle. Yeah, that's the uh, second mistake in this uh, draft. <laughs> well, just in their rankings. So... Again, not taking anything against Jalen Waddle, um, but yeah, he's he's. Not, I have him ranked a little bit lower. I like him. He, he's very good. He's not Henry Rux. He is, he is not, not Henry Rux. No, so just he's, he's better. Yeah, he is much better than Henry Rux was. <laughs> he's way better. I had no concern. I have no concerns with Jalen Waddle. I had a lot no. of concerns with Henry Rux. <laughs> yep, he does play. He moved a little bit more to the outside. Like he still was. Uh, running mainly out of the slot. He can play outside. He's got incredible speed, great after the catch. He's not like a tackle breaker yet guy. He just uses his speed and agility to get yards after the catch. But he is a very, I mean, that's like the one thing because everyone was comparing the speed and he's a smaller guy. Jalen Waddle, Henry Rooks. The route running, there's no comparison between the two. Jalen Waddle is yeah. a good route runner. Yeah. No, Jalen Waddle is an elite deep threat that isn't just speed has great route running ability. And I mean, and, and he's shifty, you yep. know, like he, he will make people miss, you know, a lot of people are concerned about, you know, five ten, one eighty two. Plus he came off an injury this past season, you know, being on that small side, can he stay healthy? I don't really have that much concern about him staying healthy. I think he'll be absolutely fine. When, when I watch him play, I'm just like, man, this kid's special. Yeah, he is special. Now, I have him coming off the board third. Um, I don't really have necessarily a team that I think um, he's definitely going to go to because there's, again, so many. If he, like, it depends where they go because we kind of have Borough. We kind of have, like, Cincy, Miami, and Detroit. I could definitely yeah. see all of them three taking a wide receiver. So I could see Jalen Waddle falling third in the draft to the Lions. And if he gets past the Lions, 
I don't know if the Eagles would take him. And I, he, he just seems like a Raiders pick to me. Yeah. He just seems like the wide receiver the Raiders are going to take again. And I won't be excited. Well, I know. And it, I mean, I shouldn't say I know. I don't know for sure. But in my opinion, I do think that Philly's going to take a pass catcher, though. I, do I just too. don't know if it's going to be Waddle. I don't know how you could pass him up, though. But again, it just, you have to kind of see what how everything falls. But I do think Philly's going to take a pass catcher there. All right. Let's go ahead and jump to the next guy because this is who we really want to talk about. Yeah. This is Devonta Smith. They BFF got him ranked nine, third wide receiver coming off the board. I do think that's kind of a slap in the face. I definitely have him over Jalen Waddle. You know, I think uh, six foot one seventy five. Everyone, everyone talks about, about size, and that's size. and that's the reason why I understand. Like, I don't really understand why Jalen Waddle's ahead of him, but I understand why Jamar Chase is ahead of him in rankings, and why Jamar Chase is going to go first off the board in the NFL. Because for Devontae Smith to succeed in the NFL, it's going to have to be something we've never seen this before. We would have, we will never have seen this before. A player at his size, playing on the outside, and being able to do anything close to what he did in college. I understand that. But when you watch Devontae Smith, I think he can do it. I really do. Yeah. I'm, I'm not really worried about him at all. You know, because if you want to take this pick, like say like Cincy wants to take him at five, you're going to have to sell that to if the coach wants him, you're going to have to sell that to the GM and the organization on why. Cause I right. think the safe pick, most people are going to go to Mar Chase cause he's much more prototypical. Right. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. Uh, you know, he did have 23 touchdowns this past year, 1,800 yards, which is insane. Again, he did kind of blow away that whole uh, uh, Jamar Chase, yep. Joe Burrow thing. Uh, for my money, best <laughs> route runner in the draft. He can play yes. anywhere on the field and succeed. The Dude. size is concerning, but he's also very good downfield. He's not very good with physicality. That is the one thing, and it comes back to a size is how well will he deal with press coverage in the NFL? Yeah. I think he'll be able to survive, but there are, I mean, there are reasons why people have doubted him are doubting him. And I understand them. I just, I don't, they suck. Pick them. So I remember last year when Jerry Judy was coming in and we were talking about like what our thoughts were on Jerry Judy. And even when we were chatting, Jerry Judy, we were still chatting Devonta Smith. Yeah. <laughs> so so, I mean, even last year, we knew that this kid was going to come in and still be something extremely special. I don't really care about his size. I think his ball I mean, skills he could are just still, ridiculous. I mean, he could still put on like 10 pounds or something. Get Maybe. him up to like 185. I mean, he'll yeah. still be way underweight at that for his height. But that's still, I mean, that wouldn't be that difficult. I mean, the th- the thing that the thing that is to me, though, is even with his 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 size, there's things that he does in the football field that I don't even think Nick Saban well, was coaching. No, well, like he's so natural. He's one of those players that like you just love because you like you like realize their self awareness. Like he's not the fastest, he's clearly not the strongest, he's clearly not the biggest, but he does all the little things exceptionally well, and right. he is just always open. Right, like he is always open on the field. Yep, I I think you know. I think the argument has to be like, which one are you going to take Devonta Smith, Jamar chase to me? It's one, a one B. I don't think you're going to go wrong with either one. I think what just, which one's going to fit your offense more, but uh, I'm really excited to watch this kid play in the NFL landing spots. Uh, 
So obviously, if since he takes Jamar Chase, I would I would love to see the reunion with him and, and Tua. I don't think it would be that big that bad. I think past that, you're definitely looking at Detroit. That is gonna break my heart, man. Yeah. I, that is gonna break my heart. <laughs> but I thought this was interesting too, though. If he gets past Detroit, say for some crazy reason, you know, since he takes, you know, a Kyle Pitts, maybe Atlanta moves out. So, you know, they're someone's moving up to take a quarterback or something. Because I don't think Atlanta Atlanta doesn't need wide receiver help. No. But uh, so if Atlanta passes on him. I don't know. He is from Alabama, though. Eh, so. I'm still not worried. But Julio, just, Calvin Ridley, and Devontae Smith. But hold on. Check this out. You ready? So since he doesn't take him, Miami doesn't take him. Detroit doesn't take him. Carolina doesn't really need him. Yeah, Denver, Denver's kind Denver's of the, not drafting. The interesting one, they just do whatever they want in Denver. No, I think. Dallas isn't going to take him. I think him. that whole stretch. Eight Carolina Panthers, nine Denver Broncos, ten Dallas Cowboys, and even eleven New yeah, York I Giants. Don't think the None Giants, of them are touching a wide receiver. But the Eagles, yeah, and him and Jalen Hurts. See, I think I have a more perfect landing spot for the Eagles. I wouldn't hate that one. Well, he came out and said that he loved playing with Jalen Hurts, and Jalen Hurts was talking about how, you know, I don't care about his size. He does everything so perfectly well that he'll be an elite receiver. I just think it would be a really fun combination seeing him and Jalen Hurts playing together again. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a bad landing spot, but I don't think... Where's your yeah. perfect landing spot then? For him? Yep. It would be since here in Miami. Oh, yeah, for sure. I agree. I'm just saying the past Lions that. break my heart. Yeah, like the Eagles aren't bad, but I just don't think he's going to fall to any of these other teams. Yeah, I mean... Like way down It's there. the Detroit. Detroit makes me nervous. Detroit makes me very nervous. And it really sucks because even the next guy we're going to be talking about, I don't want to end up in Detroit either. But, uh, you know, I just don't want, I don't really want anybody in Detroit. Sorry. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. And now we're going to go ahead and jump into the fourth person on the PFF rank. Who's my boy. This is someone that I've been excited to talk about and watch for weeks. Yeah. Caleb was ahead of me on him. Thank you for giving me some credit on that one. I caught up though. You did. It just took you a while. This kid out of Minnesota. Rashad Bateman, I this dude. I plan on trying to draft him in our dynasty league. I hope he gets in a good landing spot. This kid's special. I think he. I think. I think that's the one nice thing about Rashad Bateman is he can pretty much fit in any Anything. system. He's just very good at everything. He's can play inside, outside. And one thing I did notice was nice was because he only played five games last year, which isn't a ton. And they also just had a bad quarterback at yeah. Minnesota. There was just a ton of throws yeah. watching. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. That was just terrible. But he had to do a lot of work. So in 2019, he was played a lot more vertically down the field, kind of like a sideline receiver. But what was nice to see is in 2020, he really improved his game over the middle of the field. He became yeah. a very, very good possession receiver. And I mean, his, his package of all the things he can do makes him a very, I think going to be very highly Drafted wide receiver, and I think mm-hmm. justly so. Yeah, I mean, it, w- when you really watch his game, um, the one thing he's not going to do is blow you away. He doesn't no. have a, a very high and top end speed Don't compared care. to some of these other guys. Don't care. But what he can give you is just every other thing you're looking for. <laughs> yep. His a, size is great. Yeah. He can body cornerbacks very easily. He can high point a ball very well. Yeah, six he, two two ten. I mean, you wouldn't expect that guy to be blowing you away with speed anyway. And when you watch him on the field, field, yeah, and when you watch him on the field, he like it's not like his his speed is like the thing you're noticing or anything. Yeah, like that. It's, it's not like, like he's running slow, like a five yeah. second forty here. 
you know, he's probably running like a four or five, you know, which is perfectly also, fine. Great hands. One of the best hands oh in this God. class. Yeah. Catches, Arguably, I will say he's the, he has the best hands in the, in this class. I mean, the, the one thing too, in college, he does have some drop issues that, that we've seen. Uh, but I, I still think with, with a good landing spot, there's a chance this guy could be what Justin Jefferson was last year. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was going to bring that up. I think he's going to fall a little bit in the draft. Like Justin Jefferson didn't fall in the draft, but he fell enough in the first rounds where he went to a pretty good team yeah. where they could utilize him and he could come in and light the world on fire. Like Justin Jefferson did last year. Mm-hmm. I have also heard the comparisons people have compared Rashad Bateman to Justin Jefferson, just because Justin Jefferson was one of those receivers who played inside outside was good at everything. Yeah. Yeah. But he also wasn't like one of those players that just like blew you all away with like his speed or athleticism or anything like that. Yeah. I I just think I just think he does everything so well. You know, and the player comp that I that I like a lot is Keenan Allen. I like yeah, I like that you one know? a lot. A bigger body guy who can play in the slot very well. He's just well, a really outside, good wide yeah. receiver. Yep. I mean that that's what Keenan Allen is. He's just a really, really good wide receiver. Now is he gonna be, you know, MVP caliber wide receiver? Probably not, but I, I mean, think who sure. is? Well, that's fair. It's always a quarterback. Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith. Well, Heisman. Yeah. Okay. Don't forget that. <laughs> Seriously. But like, it, that is outrageous. Yeah. He I won know. the Heisman. <laughs> I, I love it. But but you know what I'm saying? Like, is he going to be, you know, is Keenan Allen, would you consider Keenan Allen an elite wide receiver? Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Perfect. Then Because I do, too. But some people, I feel like, don't. But I think Rashad and he's a and I I also like the comparison. I've also liked the comparison to Michael Thomas because he can handle that target volume. I've also heard some Alan Robinson comparisons that I like. Another guy who's not going to blow you away with his speed or anything, but a bigger body wide receiver. Mm -hmm. I think he's a prototypical size and he's got the skill set to really excel in the NFL. Yeah, my my last thing is I I feel like Rashad Bateman out of the wide receivers we've talked about right now is the only wide receiver I feel like you can draft off this board and literally is NFL ready on any NFL team at all. I think you can make that argument with Chase. Maybe. But um, so what are some landing spots you like for Rashad Bateman? All right. What do I got for Rashad? So uh, one that I th- I don't think is going to happen that I really think would be a lot of fun would be Washington. Uh, yeah. I don't think he's going to make it to 19 by any There's means. There's just too many teams. Yeah. M- my biggest fear is he's going to end up in freaking Detroit. Yeah. I don't want... I just... <laughs> I, I just don't want I like I used to have like this kinship with Detroit because I felt like they were very similar to the Rams when the Rams were in St. Louis. Just mm-hmm. terrible organizations who make yeah. terrible draft picks and yeah. can never do anything. Shout out Carlos. Except the Lions actually had a good quarterback for a long time. Yeah. We never got that. But um They also had Yeah, I just don't Calvin want the Lions Johnson. I just don't want the Lions to have nice things anymore. Like they just don't <laughs> so, deserve nice things until yeah. they prove they deserve nice things. Yeah. I'm I'm I mean because would you be? I'm not excited to see Rashad Bateman go play with Jared Goff. No, you know, like I, I'm just. I would rather see him play with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like, how sad is that? Yeah, I think if yeah, there's no way he's making he's not going to get to 19. No, where, my where perfect do you think? fit would yeah. be the Eagles. I yeah. really like him like on the, the Eagles, Eagles, but that's the nice thing because he also Alshon he fits Jeffrey the Patriots. I think he fits the Patriots very well at 15. Mm-hmm. If he makes it to the Raiders at 17, I think that would be a much better pick than I. I some for some reason think they're going to take Waddle because honestly, if I was just ranking these guys out just based on their talent and their tape, yeah, I like Bateman more than Waddle. I'd have Bateman three. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I argue that all the time. I think Bateman is is very is very good. I think he's elite. I kind of put him 
and Waddle though, um, they're they're almost kind of like three A three B for they're me. They're different, but they're I like different wide receivers. I like the height. I yeah. always like my. I hate to say this, but my tiebreaker is height and and weight because can you body? Because these cornerbacks in the NFL now put their hand. I'm dude. Look at the Chiefs. The Chiefs cornerbacks put their hands all over those wide receivers yep. all day long, every day. And that cost them in the Super Bowl. It did, but that's <laughs> different. You still gotta you still gotta get you gotta body them all. No, yeah. You want a physical like I, like, I, like I a Jalen Ramsey physical. out there. Yeah. Today. Yeah. Yeah. You can't have I mean, I can see Jalen Ramsey kind of I mean the Jaylen difference Waddle but, on the yeah, floor. The height and size difference between Jalen Waddle or Rashad Bateman. Bateman has four inches and about thirty pounds on him. Yeah, it's crazy. That's crazy. But he's a good wide receiver, guys. I I plan on trying to draft him in Dynasty. So, yeah, I'm not gonna have the chance anymore. I just shipped my second round pick, and my first round pick is not gonna be Rashad Bateman. I'll tell you that. Oh, who did you trade? I didn't even get to see it yet. Carlos. He traded Carlos. Yeah, I think it's a fair trade. Nice. Who'd you get? You were uh, looking for a wide receiver, right? Yeah, I got a DJ Moore, AJ Dillon, and his third for Josh Jacobs in my two. Hmm, that's not bad. Well, I just thought like because I that. That second overall second round pick, I'd be looking for a wide receiver there anyway. Kind of soured on Josh Jacobs, unfortunately. So you just you got to do what you got to do. So I didn't think I'd have a better chance at a receiver there than DJ Moore. So that's what I went with. And I already know my first round pick is going to be a running back of some sort. So yeah, you just got away from me, and I'm fine with that. You got away from me twice. I got two first round picks, bro. But I have the second overall pick in the first round. So just saying. I meant before your second round pick, you'd have to wait for me twice. Yeah. All right. Let's move it on to the next guy. Elijah Moore. This he's a tough one for me. He really is. Mm-hmm. You go first. <laughs> well, gotta pull my my stuff up for him, but so I think he's I I as far as his gameplay, I don't have any worries. I mean He's only five nine, so I his height can't be a concern. Some worries. Well, my worries are more off the field or attitude based than it is. Okay. Normal. Give me more because I haven't really heard any of that stuff. Okay, so he's the guy that I don't know if you remember, but I forget what game it was. But he did like the little dog pee thing, like it was all over ESPN, you know. And it's just like that kind of mentality that I, I'm not always a fan of when it comes to, and I think they ended up losing the game too. So it was just kind of, kind well, of, dumb. you can't lose the game. That's what, that's what I'm, anyways. So it's just kind of like that demeanor. I'm never a, a fan of that kind of demeanor when it comes to an athlete. Um, other than that, I mean, obviously again, five, nine, his height will be kind of an issue, but I feel like he plays taller and I feel like he plays bigger than 185. So yeah, sometimes, but I mean, he's just, he is a slot receiver. He's a prototypical slot receiver. He doesn't do, I mean, he can go downfield. Sometimes there are plays I've seen where, yeah, he can jump up high point, the ball and physicality and everything. I will say he has, he's good over the middle of the field with physicality. When the ball's coming in a tight window, he can hold on to it while the defenders are wrapping their arms around him. But I mean, he's fast. He's shifty. He gets moved all around the field. He play, He lines up at the running back a lot. He's mm-hmm. always in motion on the field. But I'm just, I, my comp for him was like a Randall Cobb. So, that's eh, okay. I, so, I like mine. Mine's a faster Cole Beasley. So, Cole Beasley is definitely, he's he's primary slot guy. and But he's made his living there. And this guy is way faster. And I think even more of a threat than Cole Beasley is. 
So, and I think he's tough as nails too. Cause yeah. like you have to be tough going across the middle of that field. This dude's tough. Um, the, again, the only thing that really kind of concerns me is, is he just going to be like how he's going to be utilized? Is yeah. he just going to be like screen, like wide receiver screens reverses? Are they actually going to let him go down the field? Like, I just don't know how, how it's going to be utilized. And I think he has to go somewhere that really kind of can fit a scheme. Yeah. Like, I don't think he's a plug and play on any team. No, he's not. No. And, and that's, and that does make it different. And I don't ever see him being a number one in an offense. No, he, he's always going to be a number two. So where I thought, and we'll get into, I don't know if you have a fit for him, but really, but to me where I thought would be an interesting fit would be the saints. Yeah. I don't mind that. I had some other guys pegged for the saints because I don't, I, how well Michael Thomas can play over the middle and in the slot, I don't think. I well, they're going to be a different team now outside. with Jameis. So. You're right. They're going to be a more vertical offense. Yeah, they're going to be a little so bit more vertical. That, that, I don't love that fit. I don't know. I mean, a lot of teams could use a very good slot wide receiver. I just don't know if he... I don't think I'd be picking him in the first round of NFL drafts, like where I think he'll probably end up going. I think he'll be back in first, early second. Yeah. Because there's a couple other players that like, I, I like could see, like maybe more. like if he falls to like tw- like if he's around there for like 22 for Tennessee or something, I could see that working. Because mm-hmm. they don't really need any more outside help. Um, well, and they just lost Corey Davis though. Exactly. So. Yeah. Maybe, but I'm just saying he's a play, he's a playmaker. Yeah, he's, he's a playmaker. I think I think in the right offense he can he can be very well. And I like him over some other guys that we'll get into later. Yeah. But I also like a few other guys over him too. So Yeah, definitely. You know. Again, these aren't our rankings. These are PFF rankings. We're just kind of going in the order. Just bashing PFF. I love PFF. Yeah, I love we're, PFF. <laughs> we're not we're definitely not bashing PFF. We are saying that we might have ranked these slightly different, but that's because it's Do our Do you opinion. give anything to the fact, like, I mean, there's just, like, some schools that just, like, seem like they always produce these great players at these certain positions. Do you think they're, like, do you give any credit for him being recently an Ole Miss player when we've seen recently two very good Ole Miss receivers succeed in the NFL? I mean, uh, you know, you hate to kind of do they're that, very, but it's I hard mean, not to. I would give it more credence if he was like an outside receiver like DK and AJ Brown really are. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I mean, I don't, I think it could help you. Yeah. I mean, cause even, you know, this is kind of semi shifting talking. You could just go back to, I mean, it could just be their coaching at the university of Ole Miss that just. It makes like a difference. The, yeah. um, but like one knock that people have been talking about with Justin Fields is because no Ohio state quarterbacks have ever really done well in the NFL. Yeah, look at the tape between Justin Fields and Dwayne Haskins, and then come back. <laughs> and then come back, right. Yeah, Fair yeah Dwayne Haskins threw 50 <laughs> touchdowns, you're right. They're different. Yeah, it's just, it's really funny. So I do think that there's a lot of people that do put stock into that. Yeah. So I definitely do. I don't put a ton into it, though. Well, I mean, like our next guy that uh, we'll talk about, Terrace Marshall from LSU. Yeah. That's another guy where LSU has had a history of producing very good wide receivers from that school. Yes. And I... Uh, Keep in mind again, as we were talking to Jamar Chase earlier, he also ran a four three eight, so or four three seven. Like I, I said earlier, I believe Terrace Marshall's is faster than Jamar Chase. I'm still out, still iffy off. Terrace Marshall is a four three eight, but Terrace Marshall. I mean, is there anybody whose stock since that their pro days have come out who's really risen higher than Terrace no. Marshall? I mean, no. a couple weeks he ago, great. He was not nearly this highly ranked. No, um, PFF. No, he looked great in his pro day. 
I mean, again, coming out at 6'3", 200, running a 4'3". And that's like the one... Incredible. That is one reason why I've grown on him more. I wasn't the biggest fan the first time I really watched him. But when you look through this class of wide receivers, there just aren't that many big body, fast guys in this wide receiver class. There are a lot of slot wide receivers in this class. Yeah. Yeah. No, I... There's a, yeah, a lot of these slot wide he's receivers. He's also young. He's only, he's not, he's not even 21 yet. Oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah. Good call. Um, so to, to me, you know, again, being six, three, he's got a big catch radius. He can get down the field. He can high point pretty well. I mean, did he have the most amazing season? Not, not necessarily this year. I mean, 10 touchdowns on Kinda 48. Gave up halfway through. Yeah. I just, I don't think LSU was really doing much this season. Uh, yeah, you want to talk about a quarterback drop off from one year to the next. I grief. mean, I'm not saying like the LSU quarterback was terrible, but when you're yeah, going from Joe Burrow was. to yeah, he was yeah. compared to what Joe just did the, you, you the season it. before. Yeah, but uh, I I I I do think that that definitely doesn't help. But I think he could come in, and you know what's really funny is I really like I gotta see where because I don't know if they're gonna be able to actually draft this guy. What's the second? What's the second round? Because they don't have a first round pick. Ooh, I guess. You should be able to right off the bat when I just said that. They don't have a first round pick. Uh, Chiefs? Are you to Seahawks? Chiefs, Chiefs have a first round pick. So are the Seahawks. I have no idea. Packers? No, Packers got a pick. Bucks? I don't know. They got a first round pick. Yeah, you're just going to need to tell me because I'm blanking. I was looking at this the... This great uh, podcasting. Yeah, for sure. I was looking at the Texans. Oh, yeah, they do not. But where are they drafting in the second? Do they have a second? They might not have a second either. <laughs> they do not at this moment. Okay, so then never mind. He ain't going to be there for the Texans, but I thought the Texans would have been a really good fit for him. Thank God they don't have a first. <laughs> they don't have a first or a second. That's ridiculous. And they don't have a quarterback. <laughs> These guys suck. So back to Terrace Marshall. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> Go ahead. What were you going to say? Yeah, the so there are like some watching him. He is a big guy. He's got some speed to him, but he's kind of like, he does, he's not a very shifty guy. He's a straight line speed receiver. And there is, I mean, so he's been mainly, so 2019 when Joe Burrow was knocking the world, like send the world on fire, Justin Jefferson was there. Justin Jefferson mainly played in the slot for him. While that was going on, Jamar Chase and Terrace Marshall were on the outsides. This year, both those other two guys are gone. Terrace Marshall moved mainly to the slot. Like, pretty much that's mm-hmm. all he ran out of was the slot. So that could either, I mean... Which is a big slot guy. Yeah, exactly. A very big slot guy. And he performed pretty good there. But, I mean, the one nice thing is he has experience at both yeah. areas and everything like that. But I don't... What do you think his trump card is for the NFL level? Like, what's not going to make him successful? No, what, like, what is his, like, what... His or what Trump card? Yeah. What is his? Okay. Uh, he has a really good question. Uh, I, I mean, I think he has really good hands. I, 
I don't. I honestly, man. I think a, he's just a very well-rounded wide yeah, receiver. Yeah, I don't think he has. I think he does everything. He's he's really good at kind of everything. I don't think one thing stands out. Yeah, like he's because he's well. I guess his speed though, running a four three eight, is pretty freaking fast for a guy at six three. So I'm just gonna go with speed then. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think he'll be able to get down the field. Um, but his route running is 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 not terrible. It, it, but that's nothing. He needs he needs extra to coaching. Yeah, he need he he just needs to be coached up a little bit more. Fit wise, I do think the Texans would have been good. But I mean, they need <laughs> everything outside of them. Yeah, I'm I have one to... other one that I liked, but okay, let me hear yours. The Colts, really? Yeah, twenty one. I don't know if they'd be drafted on a first round wide receiver. I don't think they will either, but. Uh, it would be it would be fun because you have a lot of teams right there Washington yeah Chicago the Colts Tennessee they could all even even the Jets he's a guy where I could see going in this range of going to the Ravens then moving him back out to the outside I think that could work but I mean there are a lot I mean that's another question how many wide receivers do you think are going to go in this first round because it's kind of hard because I mean you could see a lot so far, I think pretty much everyone we've talked about will be a first-round wide receiver. Yeah. Maybe not Elijah Moore. Mm, yeah, maybe. Well, I think right now, though, where do they have Terrence Marshall going? I think they have him going in the second. 26th overall. So, yeah, they have him going to the Browns, which that is not going to happen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. But, you know... I mean, because I don't, I mean, obviously he's not going to go Green Bay. Green Bay's not going to draft a first-round wide receiver. Yeah. The Saints could, maybe. I already have, like, I think the perfect fit for the Saints. Like a two-way. Okay, sounds good. I already know who it is, but. Oh, do you? Yeah. Would you like to take a guess? Dynamic Brown? Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to, he's another one of my guys. We'll get to yeah. him later. <laughs> I know all your picks, bro. All right, let's go ahead and jump into Rondell Moore. Shout out to JT. This is JT's like favorite wide receiver in the draft. Even after we told him not to. But, nah, who's the judge? So he is ranked, where are we ranked? Seven? Yep. On the list? PFF rank? 32. Look, there's, Rondell Moore is dynamic. Very fast, very electric. Yeah. Yes. Not saying he's not. What makes me really nervous is he has a very simple role. And to me, that role is actually going to either be more like Tavon Austin, where he's just getting little screenplays or punt re- and kick returns. Yeah. Like, I do not see Rondell Moore being an elite wide receiver at the NFL level. I think they had a comp form that I saw one time, which was like Steve Smith. And I'm like, dude. Uh, minus like the incredible <laughs> toughness and yeah, like physicality, like, like no way, or even the attitude. Like he was a nasty player, yeah. I love and Steve I mean Smith. that in a good way. Um, if you were on his team, <laughs> but those uh, are the, those are always the best players. Yeah, like Steve Ott, player you hate to play but love to play with. Uh, yeah, and the other big the other big knock that I have for him right now, and everybody should be worried about, the dude is injury prone. Yeah. I think he's played seven games in the last two seasons. Yep. He had a, was it an ankle or a knee in 20, uh, 2018 or no, 2019. And then I think this past season, it was like an undisclosed lower body injury is I think what they classified it, which we don't know what that means. Yeah. He's kind of fallen 
for like a month ago or something, PFF had him like number four ranked wide receiver. And now he's fallen a little bit. And I understand why, because yeah, if I had to peg one player from this draft class, who's just not going to work and he's going to turn into a gadget player, it's Rondell Moore. Yep. Yep. I, I mean, I don't even really know what else to say. Again, I think, you know, he has, he, again, he's dynamic. He has stop start ability. That's yep. almost, you I know, think there's like one team where he could really succeed. And that's probably the Packers just because of Aaron Rodgers running that offense. So I have him going to the giants. Um, here's kind of why is because he doesn't need to be the guy, <laughs> you know, you, you have other wide receivers there that are already very good. And I feel like he is going to be a gadget type player and he would fit into a wide receiver core that really, to me, I wouldn't say lackluster with speed, but could really use some speed help. Yeah. I don't, I, I just don't see the giants drafting wide receiver. I think that's why they paid up for Kenny. So they didn't have to worry about it through the draft. Cause they still have Shepard. They still have Slayton. They have Evan Ingram who can also play in the slot. You have Saquon Barkley who's going to be a major reception leader of that offense. Yeah. There's just not like, cause yeah, to utilize them, right. There's only a couple spots. I don't see the chiefs taking them. And I, I think the Packers is probably his best hope for success in the NFL. Which I don't know if I see happening either. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, again, Rondell Moore is, you know, as far as talent, he has talent. I just don't see it at the wide receiver position as much as I see it. It was fun tape to watch. It was. And a lot of stuff was really cool on those kickoff returns. But yeah, I mean, everything is, too. yeah, it's just like screen passes and reverses. And he made it work in college, but. Yeah. And I mean, if you really look at like even his snaps, 468 snaps in the slot. He will not be an outside guy. No. He will never be able to play outside. No. 29 snaps out wide. And I pr I'm pretty sure none of them actually got thrown to. Uh, he did have 114 receptions under 154 targets, which is great. 11 touch or 12 touchdowns. Yeah, but it's because they're but close again, to the line of scrimmage. This was the only season, and I think that was his rookie year, or freshman year, I shouldn't say rookie year, freshman year, where he was a complete breakout player. But he hasn't replicated that in the slightest as he can't stay healthy. Yep. All right. Let's go ahead and move on. Yep. I think this is going to be uh, probably the last guy we're going to talk about today. Uh, Kadarius Tony, the human joystick. Dude, as, is uh, I've heard. Awesome. I will say it does kind of suck because when you're watching Kadarius Tony film, you realize you're like, wow, man, this guy is good. Like he is really good. Wow. Wait, who's that other guy? Yeah, Kyle Pitts. You're just like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Dude is, yeah. So, I mean, the Florida offense moved. Kyle Trask was able to move that offense around, but I do really like Kadarius Tony. I'd have him ranked. I think he's, like, the best, like, prototypical slot receiver in this class. I'd like him more than Elijah Moore and Rondell Moore. Yeah, same. Um, I, I kind of fluctuate back and forth between Tony and Moore. I, uh, Elijah Moore, not Rondell Moore. Rondell Moore I definitely have kind of down on the list. Kadarius, the thing that I love about Kadarius Tony is his after the catch ability. He wants to Good hit guy. you. He hits you hard, and then he runs through you after he's done hitting you and abusing you. Yeah. The, the thing is, is what he does after the catch is not something that's coachable. I mean, he literally is like, if I'm playing my Xbox NFL game and all of those cool little tricks that you can do and with your joy, I mean, he literally can do that. I mean, it's absolutely impressive. He does need to work on his route running just a little bit. I think that's something that is easily fixable in the NFL. Um, but, but, dude, like, 
he's just got it. And again, we'll talk about Kyle Pitts, who's just a, a rare ability as a tight end, but his rare ability just with the ball in his hands, like he is literally the playmaker. Yeah. He's a playmaker. And yeah, I mean, there are plays that I watch of him where he was able to go downfield and make plays. He's not just a close to the line of scrimmage player. Yeah. Yeah. And he, I think he only had three drops in his career, which is incredible. So he's got very good hands. So I think there's a few teams that he would, he would do uh really well on. But I, I know I've been hearing team, a lot of stuff about the yeah, chiefs taking the chiefs. him and I would be awesome. That yeah. would be a lot of fun. It might not be like the best fantasy landing spot for him, but NFL wise, I mean, come on. It's just going to take that offense. Just again, reloading. And I mean, let's be real. So they lost Sammy Watkins this year. Kadarius Tony is a, yeah. a solid replacement. Yeah. Sammy Watkins <laughs> has been done for a couple yeah, of years. So, now. I mean, cause this guy can get off the ball real fast. Um, I, I just can't wait. Yeah. Depending on where he lands, I want to get a jersey. A, do you think he's a first-round wide receiver? I do. I would be shocked if he makes it. I'd be willing round. to take him in the first round. I don't think he he might not go in the first round. I think a likely landing spot for him might be the Jets. In the second? Yeah. Uh, or maybe, I mean, if he goes in the first, they have the 23rd overall pick. They have the second pick of the second round. I think that could be a landing spot for him. Give Zach Wilson some help. I mean, they brought in Corey Davis on the outside. I think they could use some interior help, but um, yeah, I like, he's my favorite, like prototypical slot receiver in this class. Yeah. I, I'm super, I, I think, super I mean, Jalen Waddle, he plays mostly out of the slot, but he's not nearly as like, he's not a prototypical slot wide receiver. Right. I, I don't know. Cause I, I mean, there's a few, a few places I could see him going, you know, cause again, like, I mean, even if for some reason, even him. if for some reason the Eagles don't take a wide receiver with their first overall pick, I could see him being pretty nicely there for the thirty seventh overall pick. I would just be shocked if he makes it out of the first round. That's all. I mean, he's my again. He fluctuates between fifth and sixth on my board as wide receivers. So yeah, what rank PFF rank was he? I think they got him at uh, eight. Yeah, I see Roundell Moore being drafted ahead of him. I see Terrace Marshall being drafted ahead of him. Elijah Moore is the if he won. I would draft Kadarius Tony over all these guys. But that's like my concern. Like I don't think there's going to be eight first round wide receivers. I think like six right, is right, a right. ton of first round wide right. receivers. So I mean, <laughs> it is a deep there's, class. But there is other things than just fantasy, right? Yeah. Like we need defensive players. Because I mean, yeah, like Jamar Chase, Waddle, Devonte Smith, Rashad Bateman, I think are all locks, probably to go around top twenties. Then I think there'll probably be two more guys taken in the first round. So if I had to bet, I'd put my bet on six mm-hmm. wide receivers that's fair. in the first round. That's fair. So that's going to be all. I uh, know. It, they, uh, this, I mean, it, this breaks my heart too, but we're going to have to leave you with the uh, cliffhanger yeah. of Daimi Brown. Daimi Brown so next week. you can do some like, research and get on my side because I like him a lot. Yeah. We have a lot of fun stuff to talk about next week. Daimi Brown is definitely one of them. Um, he's electric. So, uh, just, just wait till next week. We've got a bunch of other players. We're going to be talking about next week. We'll get into some quarterbacks and some tight ends as well down the road. Uh, but James, if they wanted to let us know about, uh, some of our rookie previews, some of their thoughts, 
Where would they be able to find us at? Uh, yeah, Twitter and Facebook at the TFL Monsters, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor, the Fantasy Monsters, or the Fantasy Monsters Podcast. You can really search any of those on any of those, and you'll be able to find us. Perfect. Yeah, leave us some comments if you got questions, uh, or just tell us how excited you are about the draft. Because I mean, we're we're super pumped. We'll keep you in the loop as far as what we're gonna do draft day, because uh, we're gonna do something fun, I think. Um, But thanks again, guys, for listening to another week of the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb James. We'll catch you next week. Have a go. You can hold me back. Yeah, I'm coming for you. I'm not heater on you. No, I'm just telling you the facts. Oh, these chains can keep me down. I can be rude, be in the mood. I can be rotten. I can be cruel, man, like the fool, but never forgotten.